Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the king, the chancellor, the master. Some of them call him zero. Some of them call him show enough. <laughs> the chancellor of charisma. Yeah, they show, they show enough. Don't call me that. <laughs> and of course, the Duke of Devon there is laying on the building. This is a Between Brothers podcast. Listen to us every week, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Those are our biggest um, channels. So those are the only ones I'm going to mention. Uh, <laughs> um, and of course, follow us on social media, BTW and Bros Podcast on Twitter, Aster.media on Instagram. And the Between Brothers podcast on Twitter, or I'm sorry, on uh, TikTok. And of course, join the group. Anybody who listens, just join, type in Between Brothers podcast on Facebook if you have a Facebook. And um, you should see our podcast group. Jump jump in, join the conversation, and um, have some fun with us. Um, but, anyways, Zero, how was your week? It was all right. It was, it was uh, kind of short. Um, <laughs> Yeah, when it's the uh, it's the effects of um, working too yeah working too fast for your own good, and then um, inclement weather making the day shorter as well. Like um, I'm really not a big fan of uh, getting off early, yeah, getting off of work early, because um, well, when you're getting paid by the hour, I don't want to get off early. Cause it's like I could do seventeen. It's like I can, I could be doing a job where I have to be at, where like my job now. I, I I'll be I'll do like fourteen to eighteen houses a day doing pest control, but it's like you don't get paid by the house; you get paid by the hour. So it's like you know when you when you was like working working a fast and efficient could also it's like it it's a it's a gift and a curse because you could be fast and efficient yeah you could be fast and efficient and you get your shit done in a timely manner but then when you're done and they ain't got nothing else for you and if you stay on the clock is considered stealing time it's like end up having a six hour day it's like now you he's like now your check could be yeah your check could be coming up short because you're you're working too good for your own good <laughs> so yeah so it was like it was it was uh it was so so this week but um yeah that's about it gotcha um there's a there's a there's a there's a saying that goes most people this is how they work their job they work the job pays you just enough for you not to quit and you work just enough not to get fired that's just what it is sometimes and you know hopefully the the job you know will, will reward and get get you promotions and things of that nature but I don't know how that works as far as your business company is concerned. I don't even think they know how it works. But um, 
But yeah, so so you know, shoot. At the end of the day, there's only one. There's the, the best way to find out how to get promoted. Ask. So, but anyways, um, my week my week was pretty was pretty good. Um, we had we went to the pool today. Uh, we went to the pool today. Um, Coco Puff was going down the slide at the pool. That's all she did. We were there for an hour and a half. That's literally all she did. And I'm like, Coco Puff, don't you want to do something else? I want to go down the slide, Daddy. I'm like, you you've been out of slide 177 times in the last 27 27 minutes. Like <laughs> it's only but so much slide on this. <laughs> but um. But uh, but yeah. So we did that today. Um, all the kids got the annual rec card for the year. So for the rest of the summer, they'll probably be there pretty regularly. Leave me alone. Um, and then and um, you know, just just a whole bunch of, of course, the aftermath of the Errol Spence Terrence Crawford fight. All the Spence fans making 150 excuses debating with them um and then i've come to realize that you know football season's around the corner and i've come to realize that there are a lot of people who love certain teams and as a gambler you usually stay away from the teams that everybody's hot on so there is a team that everybody's hot on um, and there's a team that everybody's low on. Those are these these teams, the team that everybody's low on, that actually has some potential. You really want to try to look for. And there's teams that everybody's hot on, that is usually a big letdown. So there's the couple teams that people have been talking about to me lately, and they're telling me how I sound crazy for not believing in them. One of them is the Lions. Now, if y'all go to the episode, I don't know what number episode it is, but it's called NFL Time. It's NFL Time. I was one of the few people who were high on the Lions. (laughs) The Lions finished one game away from making the playoffs. I had them as a 10-win team. Didn't they, did they win nine games? Or was it eight? I think they went seven to 10. Let me go and check. I'm pretty sure they won more than that. But um, but I was one of the few people who was high on the lines. And um, they fell short. But then... I was also somebody, and, and it's just weird because people are like, man, you don't think the Lions are going to be great next year? And like, nah, like that was a flash in the pan. They're still the Lions. Like, y'all got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're still the Lions. And they lost their lead, the, the, the team leader in touchdowns. Yeah, they went nine and eight. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, I, I remember being like one game off or something. 
So, you know, and the Washington was another team I was high on last season. And I think I was one game off from them as well or something like that. So, you know, it, I'm not going to, don't get me wrong. Though I come on this podcast and when I'm right, I scream guru. I'm not going to act like I'm, you know, I'm the most clairvoyant person in the world. But I just I just have that feeling when a lot of people are high on the team to stay away from them. And I was somebody who, who got caught in that trap last season by being high on the Broncos because of Russell Wilson and didn't realize the coach was a pathetic head coach. You know, so, um, so I get it. Um, and so it's just like, all right, just be objective as possible. I'm a die easy Jets fan. The Jets are my team. I'm literally having my friends and other people argue with me about how good the Jets are gonna be. They were like, oh, well, you were wrong last year. They went seven and 10. You said they were gonna go four and 13. And I, I, even when I'm breaking down why that happened or how that happened, they're like cutting me off, trying to tell me more about my team. And I'm like, if y'all think that a quarterback makes that much of a difference to the franchise, why didn't he make that much of, the, of a difference last season for the franchise he played for? Because last time I checked, they both were out. And he plays in a far weaker division. So that's a team that everybody's high on that I'm not high on. Could it be my Aaron Rodgers hatred? No, it's not. It's really not. I'm not going to be rooting for Aaron Rodgers' success at all, but that's not why I don't. I believe that the Jets are not going to be a very good team. There's just too many people rooting for them and ignoring a lot of the things that are coming up just because of one player. There's a lot of things that people are ignoring. So that's how, in my case, in my position, how I've made money in gambling, betting over and unders. And for the most part, I think I I think my over my over under bets I win, I won 70 percent of them, somewhere around there. And that's how I did it. That was I wrong on the Jets? Yeah, was I wrong on the Giants? Yeah. But to be honest, nobody was high on those teams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody expected that to happen. And so, you know what I'm saying? So I just want people who listen to this podcast to beware of jumping on the bandwagon. The Lions had a good season. That's that's cool. Do y'all think they're going to end up like the Eagles who had a good season and then turned it into a crazy season? I guess, especially now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. But... Aaron Rodgers didn't really make that much of a factor in the division last season anyways. But um, but yeah, so I think that there's some teams that are going to look good. And to be honest, I'm not liking the Jaguar love. The, I, I said on this podcast, I didn't think they were going to win it, but if one or two things happened, the Jaguars could win the division. And they did. Because those one or two things happened. <laughs> I'm not liking all the Jaguar love that people are getting that the Jags are getting 
I think that the Jaguars have the potential to start slow. Then when everybody jumps off their bandwagon, that's when sunshine starts to get bright. And then I'm gonna be out here telling y'all I told you so with my brother who's actually a Jaguars fan. So I'm ready for it. But anyways, um, pretty much that was my week, arguing about boxing, arguing about football, and um, and going to the pool and playing with my daughter while the other kids did whatever the hell they were doing. But anyways, let's get to some of these topics. The most controversial topic this week, and that's Lizzo having something to say about her dancer's weight and eating habits. And um, it's crazy coming from the person who's supposed to be the, the, um, the beacon of light for body positivity. And I'm gonna get into like the science behind it and why the Lizzo praise isn't necessarily good for people, especially people that look like her, as far as their weight and everything like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm a part of the Lizzo weight issues as well. So this isn't anything, this is not me being a hypocrite. I'm gonna get behind that. But I wanna get into, one, if you're gonna, how does that happen? If you're gonna, like, if you're gonna be the leader of this charge that you can be an overweight person and have success in a certain industry that doesn't necessarily grant success to those that look like you, and then turn around and have them do, have them letting them go because of their weight, and then also having them do vile, disgusting things that she even mentioned she wanted to do. So it does it on, on camera. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't lead me to believe that she didn't coerce these women to doing these things. Zero, what is your, what what is your, I guess, initial reaction about what you heard about Lizzo? Yeah, I, you know, when I first heard about it, I joked because you know, one of the uh, one of the allegations were uh, that they had that uh, Lizzo made them uh, Lizzo made them eat bananas out of the uh, out of the uh, crotches of sex workers, and I was like, "That's got to be a lie because bananas were involved." I don't think bananas on the meal plan for them, but <laughs> but it was like you know, I I found it surprising because it's like you know, you'd really do that to you really do that to uh folks that found opportunity with you knowing that they wouldn't get that opportunity with anybody else but um, when I listened to uh, the comedian Ryan Davis and he said um, if that was actually true 
and they actually participated um, in doing that the fact that um, the fact that they did it is is um, goes to show that they'll do anything they'll do anything outside of their moral code to keep there to keep their job because there's because this is their this could be their one and only opportunity so if that's really the case shame on Lizzo for exploiting that because you came out uh, you came out and said that you could uh, you can find people and employ folks that look that look just like you and then if it's true you basically you basically made those folks feel about as and you feel about as low as you could possibly go knowing that they're not just gonna want to up and quit because this could be their one shot the funniest thing i feel like was <laughs> about this whole thing was a couple things actually or i said the funniest and there's a couple but um <laughs> But the first thing was she got mad because people were picking up weight. So I'm like, was he like, no, I'm, I got to be the biggest person on stage? Like, wait, ho, 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 you gained how much? I don't know how how much Lizzo weighs. She looks like she's in she's in the three hundreds though. I don't know how tall she is, so that's why I'm saying three hundred. She might be closer to four, but she looks like she's in the threes. And I'm like, so what if there's a girl that's like two fifty, and she like, oh, you two sixty now? Oh, you trying to catch up to me? I gotta be the biggest chick on the stage. <laughs> I'm the sun you the moon I'm Jupiter you Mars like <laughs> that's why that hilarious like that doesn't even make sense but matter of fact you should be from what you're saying you should be encouraging the weight gain so I actually think that if she is firing people due to the weight gain I think it's because she actually believes she needs to be the biggest person on the stage because then that 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 takes away from her Cause you know what I'm saying? If you see like, if you see the 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 the, the two the twins from the clumps on the stage with her, <laughs> and like looking at them and not looking at her, she's like, yo, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, there's that. Then the other thing is, I'm like, yo, imagine in order to keep your job. You gotta catch the JJ Rockets. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I gotta catch something launched <laughs> from the pit of someone's insides? I, but I also wanna know were they peeled? Because that's crazy. Unpeeled bananas were launched. <laughs> Put an unpeeled banana up your junk. Is crazy, yo. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, that. It's crazy to even think about something like that. Yo, it's like, yo, there was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, you know, they shoot the golf balls. I'm like, shoot, yo, just imagine you catch a, <laughs> you catching a, 
you catching a a, a, a vaginal IED. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, first of all, I'm sure God didn't make that for that. I'm sure God did not make a woman's canal an all-purpose weapon like son from the fifth element. <laughs> Rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, that is crazy, man. Uh, All jokes aside, though, all jokes aside, like, we, me and the Duchess were having this conversation, and she was like, you know, like, why would they do that? I would never do that. And And I try to explain to her sometimes, like, sometimes we gotta understand that not everybody would do what we would do. Yeah, everybody's not like-minded. So, and it, it's and it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, on the good, like, for example, there's bad decisions we've made. We've all made that most people or that other people would say, I would never do that. And there's other decisions that people made that, you know, like catching, catching, <laughs> Catching birth birth canal bullets, catching BCBs. (laughs) I just don't. That's the name. (laughs) I think that's the name. Catching BCBs. (laughs) Catching BCBs. Some people. I just got. I want to know what the banana was peel or unpeel, because that's crazy. That's crazy. You mashing. But, it gotta be. It gotta be unpeeled. Are you mashing up banana up your yo yo. Like, but what would be like? What would be the purpose of that to begin with? Like, what? Like, how long they been on tour with you, and now you want to start rookie hazing? Like, what are we doing here? No, imagine somebody putting a banana to your face talking about some eat it and like eat the cake anime. Like eat the banana. I think it would have been more believable if she said if they put cake there. No, you can't launch cake from the from the birth canal. No, I'm Yo, not talking about the talking about, was blasting talking about the cake pops. Blasting cake pops out of there, dog. Now that's more realistic. That's a little more realistic. But I, I was telling her. <laughs> what, what, shooting donut holes out of it. Yo. Shooting the Taco Bell Cinnabon balls. <laughs> Yo. You out here catching alley oops with your mouth from another woman's piece. That's crazy. Who been ran through five hours Yo. before you showed up? And it got a trail of semen behind it. <laughs> it's like you can hold it on to that. 
<laughs> yeah, you imagine was... somebody saying if you want some milk and cookies and they did that. <laughs> 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 that is crazy, man. Yo, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. Very. I don't know. I thought about that. But, <laughs> but yeah. catching BCBs, BCBs, man, Birkin out bullets. But, <laughs> but I forgot what I was saying. I was going. Somewhere. I don't know where I was going. Oh, I was telling her that you know, like this is this is the same thing that the Me Too movement was where there were women who were put in position and they were forced to have um, um, immoral, do perform immoral acts in order to make it in Hollywood and in this case, um, the music business. And it's just like, so she was like, you know, she was like, you know, why would they do that? I would never do that. I'm like, well, yeah, but th- there was a lot of women who probably said they would never do this and then when it came down to it, it was like, you either gonna do this or we're gonna, I'm gonna make sure you never work in this town again. Yeah. And they were like, well, shoot, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm out of here and I never have to deal with this person ever again. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, but there's some people who get pressured into that. You know what I'm saying? So you just never know, especially if you make a living through this or this is your dream to, to perform, you some people don't, you never know what you're gonna do unless you're in that position. Yeah, that's true. Because it's always easy for someone to say, oh, I'll never do that. And then a few years later, they're doing the exact thing. So, oh, I'll never work fast food. You pull into the drive-thru, they're handing you your food. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, again, as far as immoral acts, I do know that a lot of people won't do those things. Mm. But when you're somebody like these women who just never got the opportunity solely because of their weight, it's like, it's a bad thing. But, But when it comes to Lizzo and body positivity and all this other stuff and being overweight, I'm overweight. I'm, you know, probably 100 pounds overweight. And it's just like, and it's just like, we got to understand that obesity has been connected. I want to say, I heard the statistic somewhere. I want to say it's either 87 or 97% of all chronic illnesses and deadly diseases. So even if you can live a long time while being obese, you know, there's some obese people that live into their 80s and 90s or whatever. But one is rare. Even cancer, even cancer is tied to obesity. Most cancers, they say only 5% of cancers are linked to genetics. 5% are linked to genetics. And I just told you that 90, either 87 or 97% of all chronic illnesses, cancer being a chronic illness, 
is linked to obesity. So like, all right, there's a difference between loving yourself. Like, all right, if you're overweight, that doesn't mean you can't love yourself. Like I love myself, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't improve on what you have. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's a reason why, you know, when it comes to certain diseases, America's at the top and when it all and also in those in those those diet related diseases America also has America has more obese people than nations population combined like I, I saw some stat that was like the the that America has more obese people in the next 40 countries obese people put together that includes china that got two billion people and india they got a billion and a half people does that make any sense no unless you're from texas <laughs> everything's bigger yo, yo she's, she's from, from texas <laughs> <laughs> Yo, please don't tell me she's from Texas. <sighs> she was Houston. born in Detroit. Born in and Detroit. She moved to Houston when she was ten. Uh, Houston, Houston. I knew it. And that's when the weight started coming in. <laughs> Jack in the box every day. <laughs> Yo. That's probably, <laughs> yo, that's probably why she wanted to see that because she wanted to see the Weasel Boat pop. <laughs> oh, yo, my she goodness. was making, she was, telling, <laughs> she was telling women to pop on the Weasel <laughs> to be a jack in the box and shoot birth canal bullets at her. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have to say the Weasel goes pop in parentheses. <laughs> pop goes the Weasel, the Weasel, the weasel goes pop. Goes pop. <laughs> That's crazy. You love Jack in the Box that much. (laughs) Is that that Texas or is that Whataburger that's Texas? Oh, we ain't gotta look into it. It ain't that deep. Yeah, yeah, it ain't that deep. It's funny with Jack in the Box. But it it's just so convenient how she moved to Houston. Uh, and they said she got out of college and moved to Minneapolis. So, ten. So she, so she, she probably moves. graduated at like what twenty two. Yeah, maybe twenty two, twenty three years old. So, damn, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, everything. Um. But anyways. Let's move on from that. Um, so there's, we, we just, this is one of the rare times where something actually pops up the day that we're recording. And there was a literal racial Royal Rumble in somewhere in Louisiana. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm about to look up when the real where the real Royal Rumble's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and they need all those people who was on that stage. They don't need no no or they're on that riverboat ride. They don't need the you know, here here was the craziest part. Now y'all might think, listen to this episode when you listen to it. Then I'm gonna say the craziest thing is when dude went straight Devon Dudley and started smashing people over the head. With table or with, with chairs, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Son, who jumped off the boat and swam Yo. to kick ass. He is the most gangster person on the planet. Because first of all, now I can't swim, but I'm not exhausting myself by swimming to fight somebody. Like, yo, if you swim to beat somebody up you are the most violent human being i know <laughs> you know it was, i was watching you i was watching that shit man you know like I, I think um what was it the the second video not the first yeah i think the first one was when uh you saw dudes getting attacked and then dudes swam across it was just one dude. It was like it was like six dudes on one, six white guys beating on one black. Dude. Yeah, and then uh, I saw the dude swim. I think that was the first video I saw. The second one, like what was it? Dudes walk up on the boat. Uh, white white dude gets swung on. Then uh, I think somebody panned the camera over to their right side, and then you just see a gang of niggas just running up. It's like, yo, where yeah. did y'all come from? It's like, yeah. Y'all were at the ticket booth, and you say, you know what? I hear yelling. <laughs> I got action. <laughs> yo, that was a classic I wish a nigga would moment. <laughs> like, every single black person that I can think of in America that isn't like one of those weird Candace Owen conservatives has been waiting for the day they see a bunch of white people beating up on somebody black. Like that's what that's what that's what you call a freebie. They're like, oh, 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 oh you thought you could jump a black? They don't even care what he did. He might have actually been wrong. He might have grabbed somebody, he might have pulled a full Donald Trump, grabbed somebody by the coochie. We don't know. We just saw a bunch of white guys beating up on one black dude and was like, like, we've seen plenty of dudes get jumped. Like, if you're from the hood, you've seen people get jumped before. Nobody's ever been like, let me jump in and help the guy out, unless you're cool with it. But if you don't know, dude, like, whatever. Now, when son leaps off a boat like a Navy SEAL <laughs> and starts dolphin, he wasn't literally dolphin swimming, but he started <laughs> nah, first of all, if I look, if I meet somebody, I look over and I see somebody going full Michael Phelps, I'm out of it. <laughs> nothing to do with him. Yo, it was like, yo, when I saw the second video, I saw that, I saw a gang of niggas run down the stairs and walk up ready, and them two white dudes start that they could just say something and completely turn their back on dudes who are ready to get down. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you like. That's white privilege. That's white privilege right there. The he thought, they thought, thought that he could, could say something to a gang of brothers and thought you was gonna escape. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, like you just gonna walk away and be like, he's like, 
well, I said what I said. I don't think anything's gonna happen. See, he's like, they, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. He's like, yo, they said, he's like, I said my piece. They said their piece. Nope, there won't no peace in that situation. Oh no, there was plenty of pieces. <laughs> there was that family meal piece. That twenty pack. <laughs> Yeah, they got that 49 chicken extravaganza. <laughs> oh, it was definitely an extravaganza. <laughs> it was definitely an extravaganza. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yo. Yo, you want to talk about Black Friday sale? <laughs> oh, my God. Everything uh, these hands was delivered free. <laughs> yeah, he got that Walmart plus beat down. <laughs> Yo. I ain't never seen Black Friday and Cyber Monday happen all on a Saturday. But that's exactly <laughs> what happened to them dudes. They were like, yo, it was like, oh, oh I just, I'm just, I'm, that guy terrifies me, the guy who won't swim. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to know what he, like, did he hear somebody his phone or something was like, oh, hold this, I got to do this. And then, the lady that was just sitting down, she already got beat up. She's sitting yeah. down trying to gather herself. And then Devon Dudley come around. Devon! Get the table! He was like, I ain't got a table, but I got Mr. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like, do not do what's thinking about. <laughs> sitting in that seat where white folks ain't want him to eat. <laughs> yo, he was arrested yo. for the sentence. <laughs> that that With dude, that chair in my hand, I was born to be different. That dude hit that lady over the top of the head with that chair like she was the woman who told on Emma too. <laughs> yo, she, yo, she was already down. She, yo, this he, dude, this, this dude zombie was, attacked her. She was like, she was already down. You got to do the second headshot to make yo, sure they dead. You gotta finish. <laughs> you gotta finish. No, this ain't done. We're not done. We're not done. No, you might be done, but we're not done. Oh man, just like you try to catch your breath and all of a sudden you got <laughs> Yo, the lady the lady got beat up by four people. Like she was standing getting beat up. Then somebody else knocked her down, got on top of her, beat her up some more. As she's trying to get up, she gets beat up a little bit more by a third person. These are all women that beat her up. And then all of a sudden she finally, they finally like, yeah, everybody talking trash to her like, yeah, that's get you should say so mind your business. And she's like, she's like, okay, I'm gonna mind my business for the rest of the day. He just had to bust upside the head to make sure she didn't have a mind to business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was attacking niggas in chairs. Yo, this dude was straight hardcore yo, match. Yo, ECW style. Yo, he no hit him with the shit. <laughs> he hit him with the chair, hit him with a van daminator. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a racial royal for ours out here, man. Yeah, and then when the cops, and then the the nerve of the folks that were recording when dude that <laughs> when dude that was that was a uh, dude playing Tommy Dreamer started hitting niggas with chairs, and they tackled him, and they went to go arrest him. They said, "You ain't got to do all that to him." <laughs> 
It's like, what do you mean? He attacked it. Like, he attacked the woman who was already beat the fuck up with a chair. He was Yo. the only dude that hit a chick. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, imagine how mad you are. If you just goes, you, you, like, he hits one white guy in the head. I don't know what happens to the white guy. I didn't see the white guy anymore after he got hit, man. And he just goes on his rampage looking for white, <laughs> looking for pale skin. Looking oh, for my, un- my man, my man hit her like she made him unseasoned chicken. <laughs> Yo. He was looking for all kinds of unseasoned chicken to attack, to tenderize. And his son just... <laughs> Yeah, she was she was just sitting there like pop. <laughs> you get attacked to the ground. You ain't got to do all that to him. So, yeah, they do. For real, for real, we shouldn't be laughing about this because somebody clearly had a, got might have got a concussion over this. But it's too funny not to laugh at. Exactly. <laughs> it's too funny. If y'all don't have that kind of sense of humor, y'all like, and you listen to this podcast, you're like, yo, I'm never gonna. Y'all, y'all wrong for this. Yes, we understand that. Do y'all understand that we make fun of unusual stuff? I've been one, I was just saying to Zero the other day, I want to do a watch party of one of the movies that we've grown up watching. Just so y'all can hear the nonsense that we laugh at on a regular basis. <laughs> y'all laugh at stuff that's like funny, but like it's obviously funny. Like we just point stuff out that don't make sense. And don't get me wrong, there's other people that do that too. They're all usually professional comedians. Yeah. But when I tell y'all, when people watch certain movies with us and we get going, they just start picking up on stuff that they they seen the movie a hundred times and they never noticed. Or they didn't think it was funny until we started pointing out why that doesn't make sense. So yes, this is one of those scenarios where it's obviously funny, but like I said, the funniest part to me was son, not, not the chair. This dude swimming, Navy SEAL style. Yo, that dude is ready. Yo, not only did he swim over, this dude, when he got out of the water, he kicked his shoes off. Yo. Like he kicked the shoe. He was like, "Yo, why I need these shoes for slowing me down? Why did he do that before he jumped in the water? Not because he, because it was just on instinct. He just said, he said, hold up, a black man getting attacked. No, like, like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, that was white guys beating up on a white guy or black dude beating up on black dudes. No, if they jump in, it would have been because they know him. It would have been, but they, he just saw a brother." In need. So a brother in need deserves <laughs> deserves puffs in need, nigga. Yo. You, <laughs> took, you took it right out of my mouth because I was literally about to say that. <laughs> Yo, and all the all the niggas left with puffed up eyes. Yo. <laughs> no aloe. Yo. <laughs> no aloe. No no lotion included. If you want to imagine if Errol Spence was white, what he would have looked like <laughs> from the Crawford fight, that's where you go to. 
Dumb niggas. Actually, the lady, the lady who was just sitting down being a being a defeated person. <laughs> and then just a, and my man was like. <laughs> Justice. Yeah. She Justice was. Yeah. She she was the Spanish announce table. It's always got to get fucked up for no reason at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Son, I, I just <laughs> I, I could have swore Devon Dudley was retired from wrestling. Like, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Where did he get the chair from? I That's didn't see what no I'm trying to chairs. Yo. Yo, imagine, I think if somebody, he was just, imagine if he was just like one of them people who just sit sit out like he was like waving to his family for them to go on the river road ride he was just sitting that was his own chair imagine that was his own chair he was like I've been waiting for a time like this cause I didn't see no other chairs and nobody else swung a chair nobody else swung a chair everybody was hands and feet and he was the only one with a weapon. with a chair and he was the only one who you heard the impact Cause he hit the other guy with the chair. You didn't hear the thing, but you heard it with that lady. Oh, Yo, man, that was a clean shot. Clean. Dang. Man. Yo, that was an attitude era shot. Yo. <laughs> Rock versus mankind, unprotected like a motherfucker. I'm surprised she didn't get a head split. I don't think he hit her hard enough. <laughs> Yo. You heard the shot, but he, you heard the shot, but he ain't put he ain't put any. No, it didn't bend. That. The chair didn't bend. The chair didn't bend. <laughs> the chair didn't bend. He didn't hit it that hard. I mean, getting hit with a chair, I don't think you gotta get hit hard for it to hurt. I really don't think so. If my man came down with some force, uh, old obese white lady. Oh, he he getting life sentence, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's technically assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, it is. I, I hope no lawyers hear this, uh, but <laughs> I hope. But I think he he might have been the only person that got arrested in that entire series. Nah, I'm sure everybody got arrested. Uh, apparently, the Dutchers are saying that uh, um, all those white guys who was jumping the black dude was uh-huh. did get arrested. Okay. But like I said, it just turned into pandemonium. <laughs> this is pandemonium. That's Sunday, all I Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I just want, yo, also real junk, them white people's getting crushed like a monster truck rally. For real. <laughs> For real. Yeah, they thought, they thought they had strength in numbers and then niggas came around the corner. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, like, that's when you clear out as a white person <laughs> that's when you clear out you should not want no smoke with smoky colored people yeah 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 it's like you remember um what was it uh the meta cooler movie when all the coolers popped up at the top of the uh, ridge and then they slid down the mountain coming after Goku Origi. That's what it seemed like to me. They came around the corner yeah. and it was like, they thought they could go Super Saiyan and they got their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even, it was like they went Super Saiyan and all of a sudden they were hanging from some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Drooling. <laughs> Oh snap! 
Yeah, just imagine that. Just imagine just every black person in the city just heard, yo, who sent out the telegram to let them know <laughs> that this was happening? <laughs> not a text message, <laughs> not a post, a telegram. It came niggas so use, fast. I niggas use force code to tell you to come down yeah. to the docks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Them, they got ran. They got ran up on like Paul Revere said the British were coming. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh my goodness, that shit is that shit. It ain't supposed to be funny, but it's funny though. It's hilarious, man. Um, but uh, <laughs> let's go off of that, and we're gonna end with this. But Zero had sent a video to me about a man talking about he would give his wife if his wife needed twenty grand for a business, he would give her ten grand. But if he if he um but he would pay or some i forget the girl said but you would pay all my mother's bills so he was like yeah i'll pay all my mother's bills and his logic behind it was the he his mom's been in his life his entire life 30 years or whatever and the wife has only been with him for two or three years or whatever it was so he's like Yo, like that's not the same relationship. So Zero was like, yo, what do you think? So I I initially said, well, first of all, if your mom, if the relationship with your mom is the same like the relationship with your spouse, that's probably an issue. Like, I don't think I ever want to have the same relationship with my mother as my spouse in any way, shape, or form. That's disgusting, first of all. Second of all, and it's different love, too. Mother's love, wife's love. But I think America, or people in general, has come under this, you know, especially with, you know, bad husbands, bad wives, and divorce and things of that nature. So I told Zero, I'm always going to go to the ultimate book of wisdom if I don't or I'm always going to refer to it if if there's a, a controversial topic and so you know they the Bible I don't know the Bible that well but the Bible does talk about you know how your wife as your as a man your wife should come before any other person before your parents, before your children, before your siblings, all. Um, you know, they say like, you got your blood relatives and then your friends is the family that you choose. Your wife is definitely over that because your wife is the person who you chose to give you a family, <laughs> to give you, to give, to continue your, your legacy. So I, I always have an issue when I hear people talk about putting their parents. Usually you hear men say they'll put their mom before everybody. 
And you will see a lot of women say they'll put their kids before everybody. And I've just never assigned to that just because, you know, what I've been taught biblically is that your husband and your wife comes first. Well, God first. And when it comes to humans, it's your, your significant other. But when it comes to men specifically, um, I say that, yo, like at the end of the day, can you get divorced? 100%. But you shouldn't be going into it like that. So, but then I also told Zero, but what he said is correct. So, and I told her, I had a conversation with the Duchess as well. She was like, but that's his wife. What you just said, wife comes first. Yes, that is true. Wife does come first. But what if his goal was to retire his mom? He can't be like, mom, I, like, I know I told you to quit your job and I was going to retire you and pay all your bills, but I can't because my wife needs $20,000. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is, it's just not good business to completely fund the business for somebody else. I don't care who they are. It's not good business. If it's your kid, if it's anybody. You know, they, they even talk about like, like passing their business down to your children. And they say like, usually by, by the third generation, the business is completely non-existent for most businesses, unless it's a billion dollar empire, like the Disney's, the Walmart's, um, things of that nature, which actually I watched this cool show about how Walmart got started um, right before we got on the podcast. But, but, um, but like, I was just like, it's just not good business. And, you know, me and the Duchess was having a little bit of a back and forth. And then when I was like, when I broke that down to her, she was like, yeah, that's true. You know, that, this is, I was like, cause what if, what if it comes down to, let's say they do get divorced. What if it comes down to, well, your honor, she wouldn't have a business if it wasn't for me. So I don't think she should have the business period. It's easy to change leadership or management. And then I also had this philosophy. If I give you all the money to start your business, it's my business. Let's say zero comes up to me, Lando, I got this great idea. We gonna change the world with this. Man, that's crazy. So change the world? Man, what you telling me, man? Yo, we gonna do that, 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 that. Ah, you know. And I'm like, man, that sounds like a great idea. How much is gonna cost? <laughs> Just the way all of that sounded, it's not gonna be a good idea. <laughs> I just had to step I in and say to make up a real business idea. <laughs> it was like, yo, I can't, I can't, I can't be in on that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you thought. But whatever you thinking, you need to keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, finish my point. There you go. He goes, L, it's gonna, it's gonna start, it's gonna cost 50 grand to start up. And I say, okay, how much you got, how much you need? And he like, 50. That's my business. 
I love you, brother. That's my business. You, 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 I, or like you want me to pay you 50 grand for an idea? I'll give you five, 10% of what the business is gonna cost. Cause that's because your idea would your idea would call your idea would would create nothing if it wasn't for my 50. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, so that's how I feel about it. But zero, um, how would you, what are your beliefs about it? And how would you go about having that conversation? And do you, do you even think, are you on my side where it's like, no, like your wife comes before, like it's easy. I guess it's easier for me to say because I don't have any parents, but I'm, I've, even though I was a mama's boy, I never really thought that my mom would come before everybody, but it depends on what the scenario is. For my mother, if I, I was wanting to retire, so yeah, I would tell my mother, I wouldn't tell my mother no in that situation. I can't do this. I would tell my wife that, but if it was a scenario where I was just doing something nice for her, then, it, or like you know, I, I, she asked me, to, she asked to borrow some money and it was down between my wife and my mother. It just depends on how urgent it is. But anyways, go ahead, Zero. Yeah, um, wife comes first, but there's gotta be some logic into what it is that you're asking me to do in the first place. You know, I said, I mean, when we had discussed it and yeah, when we had discussed it and we were, we were even talking about breaking down, like what would your mother's bills actually be? It's like, if you're making money like that, it really isn't, it really isn't going to be much of anything that you're really shelling out per month. If you want to go that deep, like we talk about rent, let's say one bedroom's like thirteen hundred in um in a pretty nice neighborhood. Um getting groceries probably be like depending on how much she eats, probably be like a hundred and fifty. She's she's old school, so the lights ain't gonna be on that often. So this probably gonna be like a sixty dollar bill. She ain't gonna be it's like besides uh cooking and uh cooking and taking the shower, unless she does her own gardening, the water bill ain't gonna be that high. <clears throat> and it also depends on if she even has gas going through the house or is everything electric. So it's like, you know, you probably come out like two grand a month, maybe, maybe a little less. Um it's like I, I understand wife is like your wife comes first if if um helping my mother pay her bills which may not even be much anyway oh and not even not even including the cell phone bill as well which would probably be if you go with a um, mint mobile it's gonna be like fifteen dollars a month anyway so it was like, well, she's probably, like as far as <laughs> my my personal dynamic um mm. you know the duchess is father is on the bill so it's not even 
And I personally, I didn't even think about that because I'm like, it, like I just pay my, I'm paying my cell phone bill. Like you know, yeah. she just happens to be one of the lines. I think most people would just put their parent on their line. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. So it was like, so it's like you know, um, if it ain't really hitting that, if it really isn't that much, and like I said before your idea if i'm really going to if i'm really going to help fund this has to be something that you're going to put your time and effort in and is something yeah it has to be something that you got to put your time and effort in there's something that you really believe in not because you like you said like we've we've seen the uh, documentary broke Mm -hmm. Uh, bart scott was like you know dude asked what was his uh what was his business plan and he asked and his dude, uh, homeboy said well what's that it was like so you got a whole idea you don't even have a business plan you don't have no business model you don't even know you don't know what it is but you just want me to just fund for you it's like nah I'd rather it's like, say you, you don't have one than what's that <laughs> I don't have one yet but when I come up with yeah, it you know, you then, know we can, like, hey, then we hey, can talk business can me, maybe you can help me strat- or connect me with somebody to strat- but when you tell me what's that it's I, a I mean, no that's what, that, that's what I'm telling you about your business what's that <laughs> it's like, like, hey do you remember that no I don't what's that that's crazy saying yeah, what's so that what? to that question is crazy <laughs> 2023 <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so so it's like you know if it's not something that you have that you're really going to you're really going to stand firm don't stand firm on and go through the trials and tribulations of trying to make it a successful business and you're just asking me for the money because you know I got it is a problem yeah it is bad business it's a problem but but i will but i will consider it because of who you are to me but the relationship the relationship thing was like i've only known you for two years and my uh, what was it i think he said his he ain't know his mother for 30 yeah his mother's been around for 35 it's like you know the woman that you chose to marry even though you've known her way less than you know your mom it's your fucking mother like what are you talking about it's not the same like you said if it's that type of relationship there's something wrong but it's like this is somebody who you chose you didn't choose who your parent was going to Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. so you made a conscious decision to make that person your so so for you to even make it seem as if she is the lesser of the two makes absolutely no sense to me in that in that uh in that dynamic if you want to go that that um that serious with it because it's like you know yeah your mother it's like yeah you say you know your mother for 35 yeah you're you and your mother have a 35 year relationship how long is like have you been living with your mother those and has she been taking care of you those whole 35 years as well for you to even bring that shit up yeah that's kind of unusual and then you know and also people think that time means everything like my my uh, one of my closest friends god rest his soul steven you know he's one of my closest friends i knew him for six years five years six years before he passed away 
I was closer to him than people I know since I was 10, 12 years old. So, you know what I'm saying? So what does time mean? Like I said, we had this conversation on the podcast before. Like, there's mutual relationships. But like my, my friend, Big Mike, you know, we, we I've known him for, you know, a little less time than I know Steven. I'm closer to Big Mike than 85% of my friends. 90% of my, actually, I can't. Nah, I, I, actually, I would say as far as my friends, he's probably, this. I might have one other friend that I'm closer to. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I, and I've known certain people, I got people on my phone I've known for two decades. That shit don't mean nothing. What the hell is time? Yeah, it's like, it's what you do with that time, not just because of the length of time I've known you. Because I can know you, like, I can know you for 20 plus years, and I've only spoken to you twice in those 20 plus years. I may have only seen you twice in those 20 plus years. It's somebody that I've, somebody I've known for five or six, I, I can speak to every day because I know they're available. It's like there's it's like there's it's like it's not it's not because it's not the length of time it's what you do within that time period this is what i think is yeah. uh, more important it's impact like that's yeah. that's really that's the word for it like it's impact for example there are people who've been there are people who've been fighting the fight for the black community for 50 60 70 years ain't done what Martin Luther King did in like 10. What Malcolm X did in like six and a half. You see what I'm saying? It's just like, you you don't make any impact on that person's life. No matter, like, you are, you haven't made any impact on that person's life in a long time. So yeah, friendships change. There's people that I have in my phone I know for many, many years who ain't gonna be invited, who haven't, who was not invited to my wedding. They probably don't even know I'm having a wedding. And I consider those people friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I consider, like, you know what I'm saying? I say what's up to them. Every time we talk, we talk for a long time. But it's like, but we don't have that kind of relationship no more. Matter of fact, we might have never had that kind of relationship. I had one person hit me up. They was like, oh, you ain't invite me to my wedding? I've seen you once in a decade. What the hell you mean? You think I'm gonna pay for you to show up? <laughs> you out your Ross Clyde mind. Anyways, let's get to these parting shots. Hey, my parting shot is the boy from uh, Dreamers Pro. He had a video talking about Gilbert Arenas mentioning uh, Russell Westbrook and how um, Tyron Luce said when they signed him that they finally got a leader, the leader that they've been needing in that locker room. It's like, so with Tyron Lue even saying something like that, he stopped disrespecting Russell Westbrook mm. because because for somebody to say something like that about Russell and to find out that the Wizards 
before they traded him were trying their best to keep him around they didn't because want to get rid of him. They like did they not want to lose him. But for some odd reason, he's just this he's just this guy that just can't play with anybody who's just who who they're trying to turn into a cancer in locker rooms mm. nobody's gonna sit here and try to tell me that that dude's a kid that dude is a and um i think they said um they may have gotten rid of westbrook in la because he had the type of uh because basically he was the alpha in that locker room and it wasn't lebron mm, that sounds about right that makes a little bit of sense there because it's like so i need i need folks like like that bastard skip to stop disrespecting russell westbrook you make him it's like you make him look like he's just somebody that nobody can play with and when you have coaches who've won championship who's won the championship come out and say Hey, this is the guy that we need, that we need in our locker room. Not somebody that we just wanted because, because he's a good player. It's somebody we need in our locker room because of because of his leadership, something we don't have. That just goes to show that folks that put up a whole bunch of numbers don't make them leaders. Well, Westbrook has put up a bunch of numbers and has been a leader. And that was that was the Kevin Durant issue too. Like Kevin Durant felt like he should have been a leader of the team. He got injured. Russell Westbrook became the leader of the team. And he just ne- nobody ever really looked to Kevin Durant for that level of for leadership after that. Um, but for people to say that people can't play with Russell Westbrook, um, Bradley Beal had his best season with Russell Westbrook. Paul George had his best season with Russell Westbrook. And Kevin Durant won an MVP with Russell Westbrook. What are we talking about? Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are not vocal in-your-face leaders, especially Kawhi Leonard. So, yes, he is the player that they need. And then Austin Reeves said he was one of his best teammates. You cannot find a player to say negative stuff about Russell Westbrook. Every Victor Oladipo loved him. Steven Adams loved him. Do you honestly think that Steven Adams is going to give up averaging a double-double for a person he don't like? (laughs) Or that he didn't think was a good teammate? This is why you need people who are in sports on TV as well. But unless they're stands like Shannon Sharp. Love Shannon Sharp. He's a LeBron stand. And I hate all stands. I hate all standisms. So you want to be a stand of a guy? I can respect you, Shannon. But when it comes to the Lakers and LeBron, I don't take anything you say seriously. Um, but uh, 
my parting shot is um, I'm ready for the NFL season to get 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 started. I'm ready to make some money. There ain't too many big fights that's your big fights that are coming up, and I don't gamble on baseball. Um, but yeah, I'm ready for the NFL season to get started. Uh, we should be doing our our podcast in probably about a month. It's always my favorite podcast every year that we've been doing this, the NFL preview episode. Um, so look forward to doing that. Um, but I am a little disappointed. Shout to Charlo and Canelo. Not going to be watching y'all fight. But um, good luck to whoever wins. That's on the September 30th. I'm getting married that day. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's really it. That's really it for me. I don't have anything deep to say. I think I waxed deep enough on this podcast already. And Russell Westbrook's one of my five favorite players of all time. So I'm always going to co-sign anything positive said about him. <laughs> but anyways, y'all, we appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. We love y'all. And we'll see y'all next week.